0: Hi, this is Lou Moultrie. Welcome to Freedom to Talk podcast, a women's chat room. In this series, we are talking about domestic abuse and the impact it has on women and their families. The women who are speaking in this series have all been impacted by violence and abuse. This is an opportunity for these women to get their voices heard, start the conversation and dispel those myths. These are all honest accounts being discussed and can be distressing. So please, please, take care when listening. Let's celebrate these women for speaking out. This is Lou from Freedom to Talk. It's a women's chat room and it's a place where women are discussing domestic abuse, sexual violence, child abuse, amongst other things. And um, you will know already if you've been listening that we have been talking to a lovely young woman um, from um, Essex and she ended up working with me in the London boroughs and um her name was amy so we've done two episodes with amy and we've got a couple others that we're, we're going to be doing but we've also got here is amy's mum um joanne and um joe and she's going to introduce herself and i'm i'm not going to try to interrupt her too much um so i haven't had the opportunity to speak to joe in detail but Um, I thought it was really very, very important that we hear how um, domestic abuse impacts on loved ones, family members, mums, dads. um, And as I I was just having this conversation, as the decent uh, partners, the non-abusive partners that are with women now um, that are supporting their partners, and dealing with an abusive ex. So um, this is a really, really, I feel, important um, topic. So hi Jo. Hi. Hello. Um, so do you wanna do you wanna tell us a little bit about, about um yourself and your relationship to Amy?
1: Okay, um, my name's Jo and my daughter Amy is now 31 um around 2015 maybe a bit when she was about 23 24 yeah. she met somebody um who she thought was great and, you know happy and all the rest of it and and this is really about how it all went wrong yeah and how it affected everybody not just her it was it affected the whole family caused problems arguments etc and it's just about a, a mum's journey and how I dealt with it yeah. and just reaching out to other mums who mm. nothing out there yeah the people that are trying to support someone that's that's going through this
0: yeah absolutely what what was that like to watch this so so People that have listened to Amy would have really known that she said um that quite clearly that he swept her off her feet. She thought, you know, he got on with everyone. Um, he moved in very quickly into the family home, which was was that yours, Joe? Your family home?
1: Yeah. 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 Um, if I'm honest, I had a few reservations, not initially, but after a a quite a short period I did. Yeah. And when he asked if he could come in, I agreed to it purely because I felt that I could keep an eye on things
0: okay okay that's a real different take on it isn't it so yeah 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 so keep her close keep her close yeah yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't feel he'd he he'd got a flat initially and I just could see her reluctance yeah to moving in with him yeah and then when she said to me can he come here mum I I agreed for that reason because I felt that I would be able to keep an eye on what was going on better
0: yeah so how was it so he moves he moves in and and how how does it go from there
1: well it was fine to begin with it, it, he was never like bad hard he was hard working um he'd go out very early didn't come back till around four. Um, you know he gave me a bit of housekeeping every week for the pair of them, but obviously it was way cheaper than it would have been if they'd been in a flat. Yeah, he was always very generous, um, showy, flashy, you know, like he'd buy things for yeah. you. Um, but she's always been a bit of a drama queen, honestly, yeah. on heart. Yeah. Um, but I realized over time, not initially, that. It was him. So I'd hear her screaming and shouting in an argument. Yeah. I'd tell her to calm down. Don't be so over the top. Like everything played right into his hands, everything he wanted. Yeah. Until I began to realize that that wasn't what was going on. What was going on was him goading her. Yeah. Spitefulness, horrible things. And I ended up, sometimes I'd sit on the stairs and I'd listen to what he was doing. Thank good you did. Yeah, so I just, I, was, I, I became very aware that things weren't uh, what they seemed to be on the surface.
0: Mm.
1: She was good at, you know, and it was difficult, wasn't it? Because they were here, so if mm. they had a row, you can't get away. Ken, can, you can't go and sit at your mum's because you're here already. Yeah, it, was, it made it more difficult, in fact, even though I, in my head I thought I can keep an eye on things. Mm. But it, it was way more contained when they were here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm wondering if, um, knowing how perpetrators and the tactics they use, I wonder if part of the winding up and the, and the arguments were so that she would move out um you say that quite possibly, yeah
1: quite yeah, possible. yeah. It, he he um he appeared to be very family orientated and you know he'd not had a good home life and lala, It was this was everything he'd ever wanted etc yeah. yeah but um it was all manipulative yeah. and and yeah I hadn't thought of it like that but yeah quite possibly because all the time they were here mm. he couldn't he couldn't behave the way he wanted to behave yeah, so well, all, the time, all the time he was here he was going to work it was all very he, he saw he had another child so he saw him at the weekends that was at, at my instigation yeah i stopped throwing money at him he thought, what he wants is your time not yeah. not you know yeah. um and it was all very it was all very contrived mm. um and i i just feel once they left mm. everything changed yeah. she wasn't going to work every day yeah he certainly he certainly wasn't going at seven in the morning six in the morning he yeah. was coming home at lunchtime yeah constantly ringing so that's the isolation there that starts yeah. very quickly but yeah. not that close to where I was so it was it wasn't a, a million miles away but it wasn't up the road yeah um only saw her once a week on a Friday yeah. and even that was he'd make that difficult if he could yeah yeah um and just uh, you just have to care. And, you know, and I was aware that there was violence, and there was a couple of instances that she tried to hide.
0: How did that feel?
1: Jo? It felt terrible because I could see what was happening. Mm. And, and sometimes it's, it's mad almost. So one time she said that she'd fallen over at swimming, and I just I believed her because she's my daughter. and it's almost too ridiculous to kind of i just remember thinking how has she done that it's her eye how how is she what Mm. there there was no she didn't go into um detail about she'd hit her eye on Mm. something or she just said she fell it just didn't uh, you know and then as time went on it kept happening Mm. um and that's difficult to deal with because you think we'll just walk away from it yeah did you ask her at any
0: time or was it um a case of let's not let's not stir the
1: pot no no, yeah no I am what you see is what you get and if I've got something on my mind then I'll ask yeah so yeah I did ask a number of times and what did she say one time it was I hadn't done anything but he pushed the error and it hit her in the eye Mm. Another time in the car, he'd gone like this, Mm. so didn't really mean it. Mm. Um, Just constant excuses for Mm. him, and you've then realised that it doesn't matter what you say.
0: Mm.
1: She's she's protecting him. She's looking out for him. Yeah, not herself anymore
0: which is the the dynamics of of domestic abuse and the fear involved. Um, And I I said this to Amy before about the fear involved in this. And she said, um, when he went to prison, it wasn't, uh, when she was saying she visited him in prison, she said, it wasn't about fear. It was about letting him down. And she felt like she was to blame,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, carried all of that, um, you know. Mm -hmm.
1: when it came down to it the actual the the court case it was almost like his he was like well it just it depends what what your mum says in her statement do, do you not know I mean so like pushing it on us as though we were supposed to deny everything that had happened mm. and behave as though he was a nice boy
0: yeah
1: even so go- that
0: so going back to because we've we've missed a huge bit out here is what was the run up to this? So when did let's, let's go when did she actually tell you or did she ever tell you um, when she was with him that he actually was now being abusive?
1: Oh, God, yeah, she she'd ring up hysterical mm. and I'd go tearing over there mm. or she, and you'd get halfway there. And she'd say, no, no, don't come. It's OK. It was, it was terrible was mm-hmm. I was I was worried sick all the time and I just kept saying to her listen look, I'm not saying that he that he would mean it I said but he could knock you she's tiny mm-hmm. I said he could knock you flying and you could hit your head and that'd be it over yeah I was petrified how was your
0: um relationship in at home and with your family um away from away from amy what was the conversations that were going on
1: well it was all of that Mm. and and for me my partner was really excellent good listened, etc and i maintained all the way through that he couldn't get involved in it because you're not her father Mm. can't get involved in it Mm. and everything you know like i really knew deep down that if we'd ever had him arrested or gone to the police or whatever we would have got the blame for that she would have blamed us and told us it it was making it worse it had made it worse so I was very aware of that emotion
0: so that's I I wonder how many um Jo how many um loved ones watching this unfold are just like you and don't want to lose them completely so don't report
1: um yeah honestly honestly there were so many occasions and she begged me not to yeah but in the end eventually and I'm not um I'm a very calm person
0: yeah
1: um deal with things in a very calm manner and there were things that happened initially that I probably it did give me alarm bells but I probably should have put my foot down then really Mm. and said right this you need to not before he got a grip of her, I should have said to her, you need to walk away from this because mm-hmm. he's, something's not quite right. But I, I didn't do that because I did feel a bit sorry for him because we had this sob story, which yeah. actually would, you'd never know the mm-hmm. truth of it. Um. So, I, yeah, I, I sort of went along with it, I suppose. And yeah. I just... I, <sighs> so many times she rang me so many times I had a key to the to the flat I went over there once he threatened me threatened my other half um that sounds just awful
0: but as as a mum myself I I can't imagine being in that position that you go to your child's because they they're our children they go to your child's flat you let yourself in and you mm. and you are You know, heightened with all of this stuff that's going on and wanting to protect and most probably just get her out of there. And then um, they're abusive to you and she's still in there.
1: And I mean, honestly, a lot of people would fight fire with fire. We never did that. Mm. When on that occasion when I went, I said to my partner, don't just you stay out here because I knew it would inflame everything. Mm. I knew it would. Yeah. But I got to the point where I thought I can't just not I can't just ignore this and leave it. Yeah. And then to go up there and tell him mm-hmm. what I think. Yeah. And I'm not I wasn't in that instance, I wasn't terrified because yeah. I was angry. Yeah. And you know, I just when he said to get out of my flat, I said, Well, oh, it's not your flat, is it? So you go.
0: Yeah.
1: I it Honestly, it amazes me that the audacity of him. But anyway, and on that occasion she just came back with us.
0: Yeah.
1: But it was to in and froing, to in and froing all the time.
0: How long did that go on for, Joe? Well,
1: when she left here, she moved into the flat with him mm. and she was pregnant. So just just before she had her little boy, she moved out of here. So, and he was born in
0: 2015.
1: Mm. So from then on in until what happened, which was 2017, Mm. for two years, that's what was going on.
0: Yeah,
1: And I knew that if I walked away from her, that is exactly what he wanted. Mm. So as hard as it was and as much grief as it calls and arguments between all of us you know mm-hmm. her brother myself etc I knew if I didn't stand fast
0: it would play played into his hands and and she yeah. would be more, and she would be in more danger well, but she'd still be there now wouldn't she
1: yeah absolutely yeah so uh, it as hard as it was I mean and god yeah I, there were there was a couple of occasions where I literally you know was on the verge of of giving all her stuff back and you know get don't if I don't want to see you and all the rest of it but I just knew yeah yeah not to do that I
0: wonder I wonder how much sleep you got you know I'm laughing mm-hmm. but I'm not laughing at you I'm, I'm just no, oh, I, God, I can't imagine I that, the, that you got any sleep that whether it affected your eating patterns um maybe drinking or or whatever did it affect how did it impact on you at that uh, point
1: I don't drink so it that I couldn't have done that um I smoked a lot more probably that was yeah. that was what that was my sh- stress thing yeah and just everything went out the window there were certain things that we were trying to put in place at the time that I just said I can't concentrate on anything apart yeah. from what's going on here
0: yeah
1: and every I mean you know the first time she left that I thought would be for good and it wasn't Mm -hmm. and then after that I just thought is she ever going to do this because it it, you know she was she'd gone so many times she'd come here and even you know she came here she was here for two weeks and I really thought maybe Mm -hmm. you know and and then it's a really long
0: process which i don't think a lot of people realize that the two in and throwing because there's so much coercion so much gaslighting that becomes a dependency on to to be lose all all sense of who they are sometimes and the only way that they can live is with them um that you know in that environment now um
1: and And i I imagine there was lots of
0: calls and stuff yeah
1: there was and i don't I mean, it got to the point probably a year before everything kicked off. I said to her, he's not, I don't want him here. I don't want him even outside here. I don't want him in the road. I don't want him anywhere near me. Mm. So Christmas was out. So Mm. she'd come on her own for a bit and then off she'd go. I just got to the point where I thought I can't accept this behaviour. I just can't. I can't honestly have him in the same room and even be civil. So... I just, you know, and, and I was told, you know, don't do that. You'll push her away and this, that and the other. But I was always there at, yeah. at the end of the phone yeah. or whatever she wanted. But I thought I can't. There may I be can't. safe
0: boundaries for yourself, you know, Joe, and your, your, yeah. your home boundaries that, that sometimes people need to see that there needs to be some safe boundaries, some well, safe yeah. place.
1: So and I got to the point where he had to understand that I meant what I was saying. Yeah, I wasn't going to keep on like oh, okay then. I just it was beyond that. I thought I can't, I can't do that. So did you, did you see
0: um, Amy's mental health change and her she appearance was... and and anything? What did you see?
1: She was thin. She was anxious all the time. I mean, there was there was one there was one situation where she right towards the end she managed to get out and come over to we were all at my sister's friends and we had a lovely day, everyone was there and nothing from him and then he started ringing. She was in such a state, she left there she wouldn't let um, my other half put anything in the sat-nav because he would know where she'd been and she told him that she just was at her auntie's which was local off she went, I just thought (laughs) So the most
0: the most innocent family gathering she had had to lie about it and not have any evidence. So it's all like actually so he was tracking her and would be it. That gives me a sense that he would have been really um going on and on and on at her about where have you been, what are you doing, who are you with, um, how long are you gonna be? And 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 that sort of it sounds
1: like she was under enormous pressure. It was terrible and 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 she was in such a state that she, she rung up my other half because mm. she was now lost, yeah. and she was in such a state she didn't know what, what she what, was doing. To get he home had, from it. He had to talk her home from Isha. He gave yes. her directions all the way back mm. until she was where she knew she was.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I just You just can't comprehend it.
0: I wonder <laughs> how that impacts on your family day. That you were meant to be enjoying as well, and the worry. Well, that and everybody
1: around. knew what was going on. Mm. Everybody. There was a few people there, mm. and we all knew what what you know the big kerfuffle and how my other half had had to, to talk her in mm. all the way back to, to get her back, and then you're worrying about what she's, what she's gone back to. Yeah, it's just, it just was miserable. It was miserable, and, and that, it sounds it, it
0: really does. It sounds awful, um, and it sounds. Um, it sounds like that would sap every bit of energy
1: that you would have yeah but honestly Lou, I I am very strong Mm. person and it did take every ounce but you know like you you surprise yourself where it comes from and I could not I have to be strong for her yeah I couldn't start getting hysterical and crying and I I couldn't because I was trying to keep her calm all the time
0: yeah, it, sa- it sounds like you were a great source of strength and that that she knew that you were there. So even though she had to, because yeah. of the abusive relationship and being so controlled, I mean, at this point, not being able to go to your auntie's house or a family member's house for fear, it sounds like she was terrified. Um, couldn't even ring her oh. partner or that she was with. To say, oh, you know, I'm a bit lost. I can't get home, which which is a normal thing that you would do, wouldn't you? You'd you'd ring exactly. up and say, where where you know, can I, I might be a bit late? Um, I've lost my way. I'm gonna try and get you know, try and get my sat nav working. It sounds like she was in such a fluster. There, I, I almost get a picture nothing, of her.
1: Yeah, there was nothing normal. There was nothing normal about that, and yeah. and to the point where you think that is normal. Mm and and afterwards you know certain things and she'd sort of be absolutely like you know amazed about and I used to look at her and say but that's normal behavior what you've just witnessed or what you've just gone through it's mm. not normal yeah. that's crazy yeah behavior. yeah
0: and I think it, the recovery from that is like I say a lengthy lengthy recover from trauma to really get your head round um what happened it's almost like you wasn't even in it (laughs) you know and and I hear that in Amy's um voice sometimes is is um it's like a a lot of it is just completely um cut out dissociated which is a huge part of trauma that you're not remembering
1: at the time she she normalized it really Yeah. yeah um and then afterwards when you think everything's just going to go back to normal, mm. well, that's just the beginning. Yeah, because they are so mucked up mm. that you're still dealing with somebody that's still in it. Really, even even if you know he wasn't, they weren't together, but there was still a massive, massive influence on her. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes I- she'd say things, and I think that's him talking. That's not her mm.
0: it's like a perpetrator sitting on someone's shoulder controlling yeah. controlling them because their mind has been so um yeah. you know so infiltrated back by, by the manipulation the control the gaslighting the constant it's like it's like chipping away with fear involved with it chipping yeah. away every day like brainwashing someone exhausting yeah oh, a- absolutely you look at you look, you look a bit like i know people can't see you look a bit like oh my god did I really go for all of that
1: um no because honestly now yeah it's almost like it didn't happen I'm not gonna lie yeah not as she talks it it sounds like she finds it very difficult to
0: connect with that was her that was that was it's almost like it's a dream that I want I'm not even connected to that and I don't want to be connected to that as well yeah so if we go to so I get a, a really good picture of of what was happening and how you were trying to cope with this trying to hold um a result hold your hand out for her if she needed it so should she you were the anchor in in the family unit which Mm. we all need and uh, and I think if people are wondering and say why didn't they call the police why didn't they do that or when you hear that women have died um, because usually mm-hmm. these usually these interviews are of women that have died and they're talking yeah. to the family members then and there's a and a lot of um you know judging i would have done this i would have done that or, i've worked with uh, you know uh, so, this is not about me but this is saying that i have worked with um women for over 20 25 years um sexual violence and domestic abuse and it is Uh. not as simple as that because just as you have said joe um it isn't the first response to pick the phone up to call the police and and she most probably would have said that you're hysterical and oh god yeah so it you know how many times do we hear that that happens as well so for anyone that's listening that's judging please don't because you don't know what it's like until you're in it and you are the one that wants to to protect your child you think Mm -hmm. how's the best way unless it's foolproof and with perpetrators it's never foolproof so um in saying that he is in prison now isn't he Yeah. yeah you i mean just are you able to tell us a little bit of how it got to that point
1: uh well she was here so we had um we had involved the police by this time
0: um can you remember what it was i mean you don't have to say the actual thing but you remember at what point that you you thought this is i can't it can't this has to um be reported
1: well she arrived here very early mm. one morning with yeah. her stuff yeah um and from then on in really uh, the summer of 17 i suppose sort of midsummer um I involved I, I'd already done an, an anonymous thing that didn't get me anywhere not naming any names yeah. I'd already there had been a couple of instances um did anyone it,
0: respond to that did, did, no so, so you there, so you phoned up did you and said look this is happening to this person like this I don't want to
1: give us lines you can, you yeah can, like
0: crime stoppers and stuff yeah. like that
1: so he'd had um he had turned up here with a knife with yeah yeah that's what it was so he turned up here with with a knife and threatened my partner okay um oh it's a it's a long story but the, the as we got back yeah um, he'd held all the traffic up on the road Honestly, yeah. um as we got back there was a police car coming down and she was like don't say no so on that occasion i didn't but then uh, after that um he smashed the back of my car because he turned up here and we wouldn't let him in oh, um, so it's escalating now um, it was getting really violent yeah then he then one day he rung her and told her to get get out of the house because he was going to he was going to put a bomb through the letterbox and that I just thought I've had enough of this so I, I did then ring the police so and really really
0: thought, serious threats to be having a knife yeah, um, yeah. to smash in your car yeah. telling you so you've had a run up to this now and now yeah. he's he's very he, he's he's sort of there's no holds
1: bar no. now there's no.
0: this, this is full on no, but he was
1: on he was he was threatening to chuck acid in her face
0: what did you think on that when that threat was there
1: terrifying terrifying uh, you know i mean she was here he was coming he was turning up outside on a bike revving up Mm. going again I mean he knew exactly what to do Mm. how long he could be here for before anything happened and Mm. he knew all of that well it was terrifying because we'd be sitting in the garden it was summer and I'm thinking is he going to come over the fence
0: yeah
1: you know and often it was just me and her here
0: yeah
1: and and the first time I called the police out they didn't have a blue light response so they took ages to get here and I basically said I'm not going home until you get to the property and tell me that he's not there Mm. and that everything's all right
0: yeah
1: um and but then after that they had put that special thing on the house so if I called them they had to be here like in so many minutes so that felt a bit better um yeah they used to have a um
0: I think it was called the sanctuary project I don't know whether it's called it now but um, they put like a red alert on that house, and uh, yeah. and they'll they'll get there within minutes. They've got that straight on it. There's a call from that number, so by yeah. this time things have been taken a little bit more seriously. Um, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like yeah. you, were all, you were all on red alert, basically.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it was just, and then, and there was no for everything that had gone on. There was absolutely no, and even after the the worst happened. There was still no, no, sorry, no, nothing, nothing. It was yeah. like, you know, it's everyone else's fault but mine. Yeah.
0: And I imagine he think, I imagine he's thinking that in prison now.
1: Oh, without a doubt he is. He's never at any point held his hands up and said, I'm sorry for what I've done to your family. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, nothing. It's still all down to us.
0: So it sounds like that was just um, the run up to something very, very serious mm-hmm. that happened. Um, and then um, the courts, police, and everyone are involved.
1: Mm. Yeah, that, that was, um, yeah, he, he. the day before the, that happened, or the worst thing happened, he turned up here during the day, kept the, kept the, tried to keep the door in um, and, my son called me and said, mum, I think we've someone's tried to burgle us mm. like when you think about it, it's logically, you know who it is. Mm. Um, and that particular night, I had uh, was doing a witness testimony for the the um the policewoman from the domestic abuse um team, and yeah. she came and I just said, "Look, this has happened today." And again, still, you know, Amy was like, "Don't, don't, don't." You know, I said, "Ring, can you ring that? Ring her, and mm. tell her what's happened today." Yeah. No, no, you tell her tonight. So when she turned up, we didn't do the witness testimony. We had to. I had to do another statement. At that point, she was in a like a, a travel lodge yeah. because it wasn't safe for her to be here, mm. um, and they've moved her into this travel lodge and. So she came and she took this statement and she said, I'm going to go straight back. I'm not going to my station. I'm going to go to the nearest one so I can get this. Because I said to her, they keep arresting him and they keep bailing him. Mm. And that night, I actually said to her, I really got a bad feeling about this. Mm. I really am worried that something really bad is going to happen. Mm. And the following night, it did.
0: So do you think if she was at your house that maybe we would have? we wouldn't have in this discussion
1: no I don't know I wouldn't I I mean thankfully she wasn't and neither was my son who boys of that age are not one to sit back and let it happen
0: yeah
1: although I was so shocked I don't I was speechless I can't (laughs) I just honestly um but yeah, it would have been... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't bear thinking about. So someone was looking down on us, even though it was as bad as it was. At least she wasn't here. Mm. Was,
0: there, I, was there any serious injuries at this point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you have to go through um, all of that, the court case, um, serious injury, fear. Was there fear involved in this, Joe? now?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean when you know someone's capable of doing that yeah and when it happened they didn't get him for another three days so we had to live like frightened rabbits not do do you know what i mean like barricading the door at night and yeah do you you
0: feel any safer now
1: yeah i won't do though it's all right now isn't it because i know that you know but at some point when he comes out I'm not gonna I'm gonna be I don't know and I'll be you know it'll be eight eight nine years down the line I'm a lot less able to deal Mm -hmm. with someone like him so I don't I can't I can't think about it because it would just consume me so I don't think about yeah
0: and now all these years on um and it's still, like you say, it's still affecting and still impacting. And the recovery is, is, is immense with this stuff and will be for Amy and I imagine oh. you and everyone oh. in the family. Um, but trying to get on with your life as best you can and resume some normality um, oh. to, to get back what you had before this person came into your life. Are you any more, um, since you've gone through the criminal justice system now, are you any more confident about ringing police about
1: talking yeah. about it openly um yeah I, and and she the, the female actually gave me her number her yeah. number said if you ever have any problems mm. please contact me yeah but i don't it's not even it, it i mean it's still a truthfully it's still a mess now yeah she's lost four years of her life where she would have been much further forward than she is yeah you know hopefully would be settled with a couple of kids and you know building on her career now like she's had like he's had like four years wiped out yeah where she wasn't allowed to do anything he didn't want her to work he didn't want to she, she mm. wasn't allowed to do anything I mean yeah. in the she wasn't even allowed around her own family yeah
0: and I think all of this exactly what you're saying is very very common of the control that's involved in um a psychopath, which he sounds like most definitely. Um, someone who is on the other scale of abusive, if you can ever get it, um, oh. is a very, very dangerous person. Oh. Um, it doesn't bear thinking about of, of the impact and the ongoing impact that this will have, most probably um, recovery is there I it was really great to hear that Amy was having counseling that she's looking forward she's looking to the future that was you know but it it's that that just feeling of which I get I get that when I was speaking to her is not being able to go there you know not being able to go there not wanting to go there with all of this stuff because it was just so big it was so huge it was um, so terrifying and it really, and it, and it feels like that as you're talking um, as well, you know, Joe. Um, so I'm just gonna, before we finish, um, thank you for sharing so much because we're not looking for answers. We're not looking for, you know, um, someone to have the, you know, give you advice or anything. You're, you've been in it and through it and there is no, you should have done this or you should have done that we're just really bringing this home to people and families that go through it and think, Oh my God, you know, um, I thought this was just me or I can see this. I can see this unfolding now. If you look back and this isn't, this is not giving anyone advice out there because you have to do what you, you have to do. But is that if, if you could see with your eyes now, Joe, and look back, what, is there anything that you would do differently um, seeing where it did get to and what could have happened? I mean, the worst did happen near enough. Um, It couldn't really have got much worse than apart from have a fatality, um, Mm. which it looked like it was going that way. Mm. Is there anything that now with your insight now, if you had a mum there was has a very, very similar situation and just, what not advice but what would you say that you didn't you missed or you feel like you could have or or there was something there that you didn't really because now you've gone through the whole system um what would mm. you
1: what would you say if i had my time again i would never have had him under this roof yeah never so because very very I, I, early on is listen to yeah, your gut yeah i should have i should yeah, exactly there was a yeah I, I i wasn't but i gave him another chance because i believe that people are, should get another chance yeah and the first incident that made me think oh I, I you know i gave him another chance but truthfully even when he was here there was a couple of other things that happened mm. that weren't they just weren't normal so it, yeah I, I i wouldn't have had him is it take um, take
0: notice of those very them things that you yeah. You think, yeah. oh, no, maybe that, you know, it's just that. It's not yeah. minimise it. It's actually
1: see it no. for what it is. Yeah. And where um, it can go. And do what you can. But honestly, you try telling the twin that something, mm. you don't like their boyfriend and you don't think that's a good idea. And, Absolutely. you know, when, when she fell pregnant, she didn't tell me for a week because mm. she was frightened to tell me. Mm. And when she did tell me, I just, I just looked at her and said, not with him. Mm. because now now there's there's a tie there that makes everything more difficult yeah yeah but it is what it is and my grandson is beautiful I love him and I wouldn't be without him yeah um Mm. it's just dealing with it and try and get lots of people around you to help yeah because
0: this is part of it isn't it they do have more power all the time people don't know because we try and keep it quiet keep quiet keep quiet we won't say anything because it might upset and um their power they they don't care anyway so you are best off as a family having Mm. as when you're ready um is the more professionals that know the better the more it's on record the better because you eventually when you're dealing with this sort of character it will go that way anyway and it, it's like it's not wasting any time then you you've got it on record no, exactly
1: was- and there's so there's so much stuff that happened that's just scratching surface there's so many instances things I've tried to do I took her away for a week he told us she couldn't go we went we sneaked off I mean yeah. it was really I mean honestly with her mother yeah and, and because I thought I might be able to talk some sense into her yeah. how stupid that I thought a week away would do that it was never going to do that and then there's the worry of her having to go back into that situation when she'd actually dared to disobey him and go yeah. on holiday yeah I,
0: that that is isn't it the, the disobeying the disobeying yeah. um yeah huge one huge one so Joe, I i I was really intrigued to speak to you because out of all of this you made such an impact for amy for just staying and keeping that resilience because that takes courage to do that and and to keep just stay there i mean we do these things for our children but it's fair there's a lot of people that the perpetrators are pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until you shut the door and say, get on with it now, I'm not taking any more. And then you're right, they are absolutely on their own and in a lot of danger and sometimes die. But you turned that around. And since then, I've, I've heard that you are um, now volunteering for organisation that, you know, um, we don't need to know who it is, but um, that actually supports women like your daughter um well done um and and we need more women and mums um that really truly see what happens in those houses and see the fear involved and see why people don't and they don't say why didn't you say why didn't you report this early Mm. because Mm. you can give them something much better than it's ever written to get these jobs is written on paper um Mm. why you know the why 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 the victim blaming constantly that the reality of domestic abuse is very very different how does it feel now when you work with other women just before we go um how does that feel that now Amy is safe um she's picking her life up and you now work with um supporting women do you see do you do you see um what do you see in those
1: women now I, I see massive similarities I, I see girls are in a bad situation that don't have family mm. and it makes me want to weep because they literally have got nobody and and then I just think she's no matter what happened around her she had me yeah and, yeah. and she had a couple of very good friends as well but it makes me really sad because yeah. some of the and and they target them for that reason because they haven't got anyone to stick up from yeah exactly. They quite
0: them. but thank thank goodness that they do walk into um centers and um places where there are people like you there are also specialists there are people that are, are looking and working with them and safeguarding them um mm. and those women that haven't got anyone um there are there are support agencies out there so thank god that they found you joe um thank mm-hmm. you so much thank you so much for that um talk i hope you really look after yourself after this because it's um really important that we do because it brings up all sorts and it it you know this is um one of the interviews that i i've even that maybe it's because i haven't um worked with you or met you before and hearing a different take on it and it just mm-hmm. sounds terrifying and I don't think that's given enough um, you know coverage of how terrifying it is for um, loved ones so thank mm. you for sharing that um, and going um, well take care and I know we're gonna um, we're gonna speak soon with you and um, Amy um, mm. and um, have a chat together and, yeah. um, and see what life holds now yeah. all right then joe well thank you so much
1: you're welcome
0: thank you so much for listening and hearing women's true life experiences don't let the conversation stop here if you want to be part of freedom to talk podcast contact me you can link yourself in through the website at www.freedomtogethercic.co.uk Go to the Contact Me page and get in touch. If you have suffered any form of trauma and would like to know more about receiving neuro-experiential online therapy from myself, please check out the website for more information. Take care and be safe.